I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And I'm the voice that makes you moist, baby. Marcus. No singing this time. No, not this time. Singing's okay. for special occasions. Not, not special enough for Marcus. You gotta dole it out. You gotta, you gotta let them, let them like, uh, don't get them too used to it. It's like the, yeah, the, the yeah. Fury Road thing. Do not uh, become addicted to water. You will you will regret his absence. <laughs> so Marcus is yes. saying yes. And, and that is, and it is, it's what makes you moist. So it, it almost quite literally is water. True, mm-hmm. true. So this analogy lines up better than I thought it would. Yeah. Now you're getting it. Now you're or getting simile. it. Simile. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm coming in hot this week. I'm, uh, I'm a little heated. Uh-oh. I wanted to tell you guys about, uh, I experienced some pretty wild capitalist mentality this week, yes. or this, pa- this past week, and I wanted to, wanted to discuss it real quick on the pod. So, um, I'm a, I'm a web developer, and I work, I'm not going to say where I work, but I work in a corporate setting. Um, I guess I'm the only of the three of us that works in a, a corporate setting, correct? Yeah. Okay. And I've worked in several corporate settings at this point. I kind of know the ins and outs, and... So recently I was on a project, I'm on a project right now. And then the, there's a, the way that development works these days is there's like a development team and there's a business team. I have no idea why the business team exists. Still can't figure it out, but whatever. They tell us what to do all day and we do it. I don't really know what the, what the difference is. So, um, they were like all in a huff, but how they think we're not getting a lot of work done, blah, blah, blah. And they had a meeting with my manager and in the meeting, they're like, yeah, we just don't understand why you guys aren't developing this stuff fast enough. It doesn't seem that hard. Once again, people who aren't developers. And they were, and then my, my manager was like, okay, well, yeah, sometimes um, we, get some, we see some of the functionality, and it, it does seem simple, but we realize there's some complexities, and it starts taking us longer, like something that takes one day could take about three days. And then this man looks at my manager, and I wish I was making this up. He's like, I don't see how that's possible. There's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> holy shit and i'm just like motherfucker do you think i work 24 hours a day oh god what is i was i I have i have no fucking clue what this man (laughs) thinks work work life is like he's like wait you're here for 24 hours and you can't fix this yeah you can't get this done in 20 i mean yeah if i did if i did work 24 hours a day that'd be kind of sad but i don't (laughs) nobody does I'm just still picturing Seth finishing up his eight-hour shift. He stands up and he hands his coding hard hat to the next guy coming in for his eight-hour shift, who will then yeah. hand it to another guy. Just you know, 24 hours in the code mines. Yeah, coding hard hat is just a beanie and some cold brew. So, mm, yeah. um, 
But yeah, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, if if we weren't in shifts, that make more sense. But this man just believes that all the developers in this project are just working all day. Oh yeah, I'm just like, what? Like that is some like insane capitalist mentality right there like this, i mean it didn't even it it seemed trivial to him he's like yeah there's 24 hours in a day though so you know bada bing bada boom so what's you thinking you so- <laughs> yeah just fucking work for 20 of those hours would be good wait and obviously this dude has no idea like how to do your job of course no none of them do. that is why i don't understand the way the businesses work i don't understand why the people who have no idea how to do my job are telling me how to do my job Exactly. Holy shit! It makes no sense. Mm. Have you considered really working more? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd have they considered paying me more. Oh well, shit! No, not. wait, we will never do that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So, so you can always do this job for less yeah. money. If I really you want. hope that the company I work for doesn't listen to this podcast and how to decipher who I am and <laughs> where I work. Well, obviously they. They're not going to think too hard about it, so... I do have that legitimate fear, though, because, like, you know, all this NSA stuff, like, what, what, is it completely improbable that the company I work for, which is a very big company, could be, like, monitoring, like, my podcast? Like, what, who knows? I don't know. I think as far as they'll go is, like, your Facebook and your Twitter, like... (laughs) my Twitter. Those are the easy things to get to. I feel like they don't give a shit because we don't have any power. Like, nothing you That's say true. has... Like, like we're just a little podcast. We're an exceptionally small podcast. We don't have any political power, so who cares? Yet. Or money. Yet. One day. One day. Yes. Actually, I just recently had a work experience, too. It was kind of weird. Um, at my job, I got a raise. Um, oh, Richie Rich. Collapse. Wow. Look, look I get Mr. paid more Capitalism's money. working for me. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm not yeah. kidding, guys. First well, of I all, can afford two forks now. Ooh. <laughs> the day before we got the raise, I fucked up real bad in a major Ooh. way at work. Like, firing a, a, a fence level of fucking up, right? What, did you, like, fart in front of your manager? I, I can't say what I did because it will reveal what my job is. But uh, I fucked up. I did something you should never do. And I was like, well, I'm fucked. And we all know you work in a coal mine. <laughs> really? Yeah, I <laughs> set a coal seam on fire and now the whole place is well, you work like in those georgia coal mines yes. that we're also fond of <laughs> our many many georgia coal mines um but no like i i did this thing and the next day the manager like called me in her office and i was like oh fuck and she's like okay i'm gonna hand you this envelope and i was like oh fuck my pink slip isn't here like i'm done and she said uh this and then she just like goes on with like oh, this is this is the raises we're getting this year uh you know normally we get we, we might get a 1%. I've been there for 5 years now I've gotten a 1% raise 2 out of 3 out of 5 years. Um wow. and she answers this envelope and she says it's a little bit bigger than a normal uh 1% raise like last time I got one it bumped my monthly paycheck up like by $17. Um and then I get this and I open it up and it's like 2000 extra dollars a year. Oh, um, wow. Apparently some company came in and evaluated all of our jobs and said they weren't paying us enough. And that was the reason why people kept quitting their job at, G- at where I work. Whoop, almost said it. Um, <laughs> almost said it. Quitting their job where I work and going to a, another place that pays better. You're, you're going to say at the Georgia coal mines. The Georgia coal mines, yes. <laughs> yeah. They, we, people were going to the West Georgia uh, coal mines instead. <laughs> yeah. 
and Those so less Georgia coal mines, you get more sun. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the part. More that's sun. The um, and so I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm getting a lot. I'm, I'm getting like ninety six more dollars per. Uh, well, actually, it was like two hundred dollars every every year, every year, every month, which is huge. Which is all going to be going to student loans, obviously. Yeah. Get yeah, paid off. But I was like, yeah. and so they give it to basically everyone in, in in the whole place got a raise. Um, but the, here's the weird part: I had to open the envelope in front of my manager. Pull it out. The second page of this this thing had the actual information on it. I had to pull the second page off, look at it, and then look back at her and say something. She didn't tell me what to say. She just said, "Tell me what you think." And I was like, "I think it's good. <laughs> like, I, I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm happy with this." Should have said more. <laughs> No, what you what you should say is and <laughs> yeah. yeah, then like a year from now, I'd be like, remember Smith? He used to work over in the other department. Whatever happened to that guy? He just yeah. disappeared one day. Yeah, he no longer works in this open air coal mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't work on our open seating, open floor plan. Our, mount, our mountaintop removal coal mine. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, with the indoor pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An indoor, uh, indoor, ping, uh, uh, open area, open office uh, pool. Let's be honest, <laughs> ping pong table. There we go. Yeah, Nerf guns. Um. So, Marcus, any, any news from your work? Oh, my workplace. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Shit. So. Oh wow. Last time, I think I was talking about our inspection because I work in food service. So. I always think it's interesting how, like, throughout the year, you know, you work to make all these sacrifices for the company, but when uh, inspection time comes around, the <laughs> the the company becomes our company, <laughs> and we need to <laughs> represent it in a particular way. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, how how things switch up when. Um, when the company needs the people to do extra and whatnot, but yeah, um, that's about it. There, there's a huge thing we got to get. Like, we got to pass inspection, and, or else we get shut down. Things like that. <gasps> that's what it is. Oh my god. Okay, so during this inspection phase or whatever, there's a door. There's a door that lets me easily go. From, like, what is it? Like, the dishwashing area, straight to where I work. For some reason, some QA person was like, yeah, don't use this door anymore. It'll improve our quality assurance or whatever. So instead of going through this this one door thing to, like, take my garbage, dishes, whatever, I have to walk around the entire fucking building to do the same thing. Why does the door exist? I mean, I don't know. So your coal mine's in a building. Okay. Yeah, so my coal mine's in a building. Cool. (laughs) But but the alternative was taking all my garbage and everything through all the other production areas to get to where I'm trying to get to. And it's it's been driving me crazy that I don't understand how this improves quality assurance. It, it, it baffles me, and they're like threatening to fire people for using this door. I'm like, no, fuck y'all. This this is the dumbest decision ever. And, and it goes back to what Seth was saying. Like, I work all this shit. 
all day. All the people who are told me not to use this door have no idea how that's going to affect how I work throughout the fucking I will day. assure you that the quality of my work will be much improved if I use this door. It did really well. And I also won't fucking spew garbage and shit over other production areas because I won't get the opportunity to. But you 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 take every opportunity to when you can. I mean, yeah. I didn't say that. You're just pouring, <laughs> pouring garbage on all the bread loads. I don't know where you work, but I'm assuming there's bread there. Um, I mean, there. That's, but yeah, that's fucking stupid, man. It is. It is. Death to the bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Landlords, too. Oh, landlords, for sure. Gotta get rid of them. I did see some crazy shit today, dude. It was this lady on Twitter who was talking about how uh, Wall Street is not your enemy. It funds your 401k and your pension. And all they ca- they don't they don't care about uh, hurting people. They just want stability. And she's talking all this bullshit, right? And then finally, someone like digs through her tweets. You know what her job is? What? She's a corporate lawyer for Wall Street banks. Wow. Yeah. What um, a twist. <laughs> I want to tell you guys something right now. And this isn't because I'm uneducated. It's because I'm a millennial and I don't think this exists. I don't know what a pension is. But I feel like it's something people who got in uh, on capitalism early have. And nobody else does. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, pensions were like an early union thing where it was like, work for 40 years and you can retire. And we pay for, it's basically like, like a supplemental thing to Social Security. So that's just retirement then? Yeah, exactly. Okay, then yes, I have heard of this. But I'm never going to fucking get that. No, does your job offer a pension? Because don't you have to work 40 years for the same company? Yep. What company, who's worked at 40 years at a company in the last 10 years? Who? Well, Seth, the, the, <laughs> the solution to that was the 401k. Which can follow you from job to job. Except for the problem that it doesn't fucking work as well as a pension did. It doesn't pay out as fucking well as a pension did. And in the end, you're going to get less money out of it. Yeah. I don't... Mm. I, yeah. And once again, that's a bunch of shit that doesn't exist for people our age. Like... 401k, we're gonna be, we're gonna be fucking, the bucket is gonna be fucking dry when we get to whatever retirement age is for us, like 165. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's gonna be fucking dry by then. So why the, uh, fuck Wall Street, they're the reason that I'm not gonna have any fucking money. Yeah? Yeah. Here's a simple fact, you are not going to get to retire. Your retirement is going to be living in the fucking goddamn Mad Max Thunderdome. Killing people for, for cans of water. At least that'll be fun. I mean, yeah. Probably die pretty early on, but alright. <laughs> Two men enter, one man gets water. You're gonna be driving a goddamn dune buggy across the desert of what used to be Indiana, hunting a, a, a fucking uh, band of skull bandits. <laughs> Stole all your fucking skulls. See, I prefer Waterworld. Waterworld? <laughs> Also, I think it's more likely because the ice caps are melting. So, aren't we gonna like flood all the land? Uh, yeah, that is so true. Isn't, isn't Waterworld more likely? Isn't oh, Waterworld yeah. a better movie than Mad Max Fury Road? And all what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> Heresy, sir. Oh man, but yeah, that's your retirement. Some form of apocalypse movie is the end. Of, is like what's what's going to look like in forty years from now? It's not going to be good. zombies. That'd be sweet. 
I mean, zombies at this point would be a, a, a reprieve from what we're getting. Yeah. But I would root for the zombies. I wouldn't even try and fight. I would just be like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> They're finally here. Oh, is that your kink? <laughs> no, I'd just be like, finally, maybe they can win. Oh, man. Which I is funny because, win. you know, zombies are a reflection of capitalism. The the, the mindless desire to consume and 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 participate in nothing but you know just 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 yeah. consumer culture. Thanks, um, George Romero. <laughs> well, George Romero, he backported that shit into his movies. <laughs> um, you think so? Oh, dude, he said so. The, the first Night of the Dead movie was made uh, like because he lost a bet essentially, and he had to make a horror movie as cheap as possible. So he was like, "What's the cheapest monster movie I can possibly make?" And he was like, "Oh, zombies, just." People, but just pale. I don't know. I think he's all talk. So you think he's smarter than he actually says he is? Yeah. Or was? Like, when, like the whole the whole argument that he um he didn't um hire the actor who played what's his name Ben. Mm-hmm. He didn't hire him because he was black and had the controversy of a black man slapping a white woman that long ago in, on movies that he just he's like oh I just hired the person who was acting the best. It's like come on. <laughs> you know you wanted to, like, have a little bit of contrast, have something new in a movie. I mean, I'm not saying it was, like, a weird, like, racial thing. I just think it was, like, this is something we've never seen before. So, like, uh, the, the, the dominance being upon, like, a black man. Usually they're, like, the comic relief or, you know, a slave or something. So I think I think he meant to do that. I mean, I think he's, like, full of shit when he says he didn't mean to. Yeah, I mean, he claims that it was a completely blind casting process, but... It was 1968, you know, it's a very different time from today. Yes. Everyone auditioned through podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think, wasn't the first ever on, like, interracial kiss in Star Trek, like, the year before that? Star Trek. Wasn't Long it, like, boy. Kirk and Ahura? Kirk and Ahura. Thinking back on it, not a great name for a person. Isn't it Aurora? No, it's it's Ahura. Oh, it's, it's Ahura. It's a horror. You're thinking of, of Storm from X-Men. You are. You sure? <laughs> I mean, she's she's Aurora, but yes. Her name's Ahura. Ahura, Lieutenant Ahura. Yeah. Or it might be Uhura. I don't, I've don't. i always heard Ahura. Anyways, I do remember uh, she told a story about, about that where apparently Martin Luther King Jr. was the reason why she, why she kept playing that character. That's mm. nice. Because he was like, we gotta have, we, we gotta have a black person on TV. Come on, you gotta do this. <laughs> so that was I mean, yeah, got to fight for that representation, man. And this is a story that I heard once. So I'm pretty sure. I, I, here's the thing: I've never been able to verify it again. But it was a story that I think I heard that Richard Pryor said that happened to him before he was going to do Superman three. He didn't want to do it at first because he wasn't interested in the idea of like sci-fi movies or something like that. But he was talking to a friend of his. Superman four, hard sci-fi movie. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, back then, though, it was all science fiction. Um, he, a friend of his, told him basically like, if you ever watch all these sci-fi movies, what you see is there are no black people in them. And he said because they're preparing for a future that we're not going to be in. So yeah. you should be in this fucking movie. So then Richard Pryor decided to crush up cigarettes to solve nuclear fusion or something. I can't Look, remember what he does in that movie. I never said the movie was good. No one <laughs> it just did. exists. Hey, and that's that's plenty. <laughs> What's the best Richard Pryor movie? Fuck. Wait, oh, man. 
I don't know why, but I really like the movie, um, what is it, Hear No Evil, See No Evil, where him and Gene Wilder, one can't hear, one can't see. Yeah. And they just get, oh, Stir Crazy, also him and Gene Wilder. Him and Gene Wilder had a run there. They did, weird pairing, but it worked out well. Yeah. I'm going to say Stir Crazy, actually. I like Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy, that's a good movie. I like like that one a lot. Marcus, any thoughts? Uh, mm, There's there's, there's too many to choose from, man. Mm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I do some amateur prior as the greatest comedian to ever live. Best stand up comic for sure. Yeah. He's up there mm. with never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you oh uh, you have a um you have a shout out, right? Oh that's right. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to a listener of ours. Um this goes out to Rusen, who is who's listened to all our episodes. I see him uh constantly like uh, posting them and telling them to listen to us. So thanks for that. Thank um, you so much. But he had a comment uh, from last episode about our Seth's question, right? About uh, video games didn't look, look to their their hype or whatever or the, their potential. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I'm going to re- read the quote verbatim here. Uh, for me, it was the secret world, and it's like the opposite mm. of what Marcus said about uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. The world is so interesting. There are so many cool characters. And the dungeon designs are so compact and fun, but the regular gameplay is so monotonous and combat like a slog sometimes. And, and he's this right. is controversial because you no, you love the secret world. <laughs> I do. I, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I mean, what he yes. says is right, but I did pay two hundred dollars for that Grandmaster Edition. You did, and then you and then you played it again when it went free to play. You I like did. picked it back up, and you were like, "This is really cool." <laughs> wow. So, are you gonna fight Rusin? No, I, I, I think that <laughs> Rusin. I think you're totally correct uh, in your assessment here. It's just that, like, I'm able to look past it, I guess, because I'm 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 like the battered housewife of video yeah. games. I mean, we all have games like that though, where we literally look past some parts of their quality just because we like them. Uh, yeah. yeah, it happens to all of us. I mean, but usually that happens because there's something that you really enjoy about it. I mean, there is. Like you said, the characters are great, the environment's great, the story is great. Uh, it's just the actual game part isn't very fun. Mm. If it had been like a point-and-click adventure game, it'd be fantastic. It'd be incredible. Uh, but they made it to an MMO for some reason. And I do so, think that we had this... I mean, it's happened a lot, and we've kind of talked about it before. We have this weird saturation where it was like... Oh, our, we got, we're making a new game? Make it an MMO. Those are profitable. Everyone's playing MMOs. Mm-hmm. When it's like, yes, everyone's playing World of Warcraft. It happens to be an MMO. And then the same thing happened with MOBAs. People are like, oh, we're making a cool game with an interesting idea? Just make it into a fucking MOBA. People are playing those. No, people are playing League of Legends and Dota 2. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want... I mean, and like, the thing is, the big problem with that whole mentality is people already have these games they're playing. They're not going to switch over Unless you do something incredibly revolutionary. Like, I love League of Legends. I'm probably never going to play another MOBA. I don't. I mean, even if one comes by that people say is better, I just have so much invested in League of Legends, I'm not going to stop playing it. So for a new game to come out that gets me to stop playing League for a while to play it, it has to be a different kind of game. So I don't, I've never understood that mentality of, oh, let's just, let's just fucking turn it into a MOBA. It'll be good. Yeah, they're just working off, like, other people's, like, success. So like, oh, they made all this money. Let's see if we can get some of that money. Slap some shit together, roll it out, get your money, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, don't get your money in a lot of those cases. Nah. 
True that. Um, everyone remember? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. What's you saying? I think everyone remembers DC Infinite Crisis, that MOBA, right? I everyone was going that one. to actually pull that game out for a second. I played like three games of it, and yeah. I thought that it was like, yeah, this is interesting. It's but it's just it's just like a league clone with DC skins over it. Yeah, it actually wasn't a bad game. It was just like, who who's gonna play that? Who is this game for? Who are you? Who's gonna play it? So the the new yeah. game that's like that is the Battle Royale, right? It has to be this. This is where we're at now, right? Yeah, people. Everyone is slapping a goddamn battle royale into their. Yeah, I feel like it's dying off though, because even Fortnite's losing it. Freaking. I don't know. Fortnite's still the most watched game on Twitch right now. Is it? So, is it really? Yeah. During uh, during peak hours, it's still number one. Crap. What's the second so, most watched game? You think? Uh, it fluctuates. Um, a lot of the times yeah. it's League of Legends, um, CS:GO, um. World of Warcraft like, lately has been really big because of the World of Warcraft Classic. People, a lot of, a lot of streamers have like have like passes to play that early. Oh yeah, People Grand Theft Auto's that. up there now. Uh, what I'm is? Like, oh yeah, top. Grand Theft Auto Five has been killing yeah. it lately. Is that from the role play? <laughs> yeah, the role play, and then like just a bunch of the new downloadable content people are doing. Nice. Yeah, it feels like Apex Legends supposed to be the big like challenger yeah. to Fortnite, and, it, and then it was big for a while, and it's a fun game. I played a couple of rounds; it's fun, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not, I'm battle royale just aren't for me. Yeah, <gasps> we should totally play Apex play. Legends. I'm I'm not gonna play Apex Legends. <laughs> Damn it. I played three games, and then I deleted it from my PlayStation. Uh, I mean, I did too, but I played it again, and I finally got a win. I was like, mm! uh, okay. <laughs> now, would you play Fortnite? Technically, how do you technically play Fortnite? Technically, you would play no Fortnite. because because Fortnite is a game by itself that you you can pay like thirty dollars and like have yeah, but the no game one fucking do the, does. No one has ever played <laughs> the Save the World mode. <laughs> oh Uh-oh. shit! Uh oh! Uh oh! Leave me alone. <laughs> Looks like someone plays Save the World. Listen, okay, so when I heard the idea, I was like, this is kind of cool. Let's see what, what's going on with this. I dropped my 30 bucks. I played Fortnite for a little bit, and I was just like, hmm, not really feeling it. So I bought Fortnite. Yeah, whatever. No big deal. Yeah. Okay, guys, we did our video game talk last week. Wait, wait, I got, I got one more thing I want to say before we go. Go ahead. On video games. So we talked last week a little about Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. A game that I am, I am uh, is breaking brains left and right across the internet. Yes. A completely non-problematic piece of media. Go yeah. ahead. Well, they're recently catching a little bit of hell for a thing that I saw like a year ago. I'm not sure why people are bringing it up again now. Where one of the one of the like guys making the game is talking about that demo from last year's E3 about a part where you like lift a naked woman out of a tub and she's got these like cybernetic implants in her body and he's like saying these weird like Latin terms of like how the body is sacred and cybernetics are profane and how like changing your body is bad, which of course again feeds into the narrative that they don't quite they they don't they don't really have a a, a great uh, relationship with trans people. Because, you know, changing the body, of course, is a whole thing there. Um, so, uh, y'all remember, of course, y'all remember Anita Sarkeesian, right? Yes. Right. She recently tweeted that she would definitely take a job with CD Projekt Red to help them uh, 
fix their game up to not be uh, bad in this respect. And the internet- I'm sure this was met with calm and reasoned response. <laughs> the, the replies were filled with pure intellectuals, Seth. Just mm. yes. the top-notch human discourse is taking place here. <laughs> and all I can think of myself is, at, th- at this point, why would you do this to yourself? Just... Just scroll on past that, my friend. Keep on, keep on trucking. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. You got, you got. Hey, if you, if you, if you feel it, you should say it. You know. Yeah, I guess you're. If you feel it, and if you feel something, and it's not completely putrid human trash talk, you should probably say it. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure they need a Sarkeesian. You could help them out. Um, I'm sure almost anyone who has any idea about gender politics and LGBTQ politics can help them out, even if they have just a little bit of an idea. I can I'm not sure how CD Projekt right Red... I'm not sure how they missed the mark so much. I just I can't imagine all these game developers have no clue at all. Also, I saw an interview with Mike Pondsmith, the guy who wrote the original Cyberpunk 2020 back in the day. Yeah. And here's my question for him. Mike, if you ever hear this, first of all, come on our podcast because you have the greatest podcasting voice I've ever heard in my entire life. Why are you not always on a podcast? Do it, man. You have an incredible yeah. voice. That's nice. He could be on our podcast. He could put us all out of business. I'm just saying. Wow. Yes, the booming business we have. Yeah. Um, You'll never take this away from me, Mike Pondsmith. <laughs> Your arrival in the podcast wars. Yes. Oh shit! So that's right. Now you now you have an arch enemy. I do have an arch enemy. Speaking of my arch enemy, the Golden State Warriors have lost the means of production. Oh yeah! <laughs> and the great nation of Canada took them. Oh. Wow. The Toronto Raptors dethroned the Golden State Warriors as the NBA champions, stopping them from having a three-peat. The second time that all-star Kawhi Leonard has done this to a team, and it's awesome. That's all I'm going to talk about basketball. Golden State lost. I'm happy. I'm taking Kevin Durant out of the, the ending fuck people thing because, one, you know, they're out. And second of all, he's going to be out for the entire season probably. So. Wait, is yeah. there more season to go? No, but n- next season he's going to be out for the whole season probably. Oh, shit. Yeah, with a, a ruptured Achilles. So yeah, that's a fucking shitty injury. So, you know, best of luck to you, Kevin Durant. But yeah, fuck <laughs> Golden State Warriors. Even now, can't can't quite let it go. No, nope. mm. they're done. So, do you think LeBron next year is his year to get yep, it done? He, just, he they finally got Anthony Davis on the Lakers. Oh shit! It happened. Yep, it happened yesterday, or the day before, whatever. And now they're constantly pursuing some of the other top talents who are now free agents in the league. So, yeah, I think next year the Lakers will be better, and LeBron's going to take one, take another one home. So, yeah, we'll uh, next year or next season, I'll keep you guys all abreast with the NBA update. Excellent. Look forward to it. I'm excited. Yeah. So we got uh we got some news from your boy. Um, you sent me this. Your boy, uh, Butt Geek has some news, right? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so tell us about it. No, you tell us about it. It's your take, or your boy's take. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you here. I posted a lot of things today. I do not remember the exact take that you're talking about. 
Okay, well, it is a tweet from a guy named Adam Johnson, NYC. Oh, right, yeah. Shout out to the podcast, uh, Citations Needed. Great podcast. Okay. Um, And I don't know what quite to make of this, but basically it says, um, it's a tweet that says, But Geek making moderate case for student debt relief, not cancellation, but refinancing, focusing on limiting influence of for-profit schools, doubling Pell Grants, and it says, highlighted, I just don't believe all of us should be paying for the children of billionaires. <laughs> Which, hmm. okay, if you think that, what you're saying is you're making a direct argument against every kind of publicly funded service that exists. You, you don't want the water company to exist because Bill Gates gets water from it. Like, yeah. That's the argument. Um... But I mean, to, also to be fair, isn't it isn't limiting focus or influence of for-profit schools and doubling Pell grants kind of a good thing? Yeah, but the under Bernie's proposal, we would limit their 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 influence by destroying them. We would lower their influence to zero. That's true. Mm-hmm. And Pell grants will be a thing of the past because college would just be fucking free. It would just be free to everybody. So mm-hmm. that is true. That is true. So this is a half-ass mandate. It's not even a half-assed mandate, dude. But butt geek, butt chug, whatever his fucking name is, he's he's a psychopath. He's he's a, a complete one hundred percent. The only person worse than him is Beto O'Rourke, who sucks even more because uh, neither one of them have any ideas for the future, and they're just saying shit to try and like appeal to. The, the Joe Biden crowd of the party, and they, they fucking suck. So You guys know that people, like, fucking love this Beto O'Rourke documentary that came out? Oh, my God. It's called Running with Beto, and apparently it's people are like, oh, it's so great. He's such an interesting person. Wait, wait. He didn't go with, like, Running with O'Rourke? No, yeah. because his name, Beto, by the way, this motherfucker is Irish-American, and his name is supposed to appeal to Hispanic people. He's a goddamn yes. fake Hispanic. Because I know so many Hispanic people named Beto. <laughs> Apparently, some people said that in Texas, it's a, it's a contraction for Roberto. Uh, okay, well, guess what, Texas? That hasn't spread to the rest of the fucking world. <laughs> so, uh, so, Beto O'Rourke's father, who is a real estate and, and car sales magnate in fucking Texas, named his son Beto, uh, or, well, called him Beto, to, like, appeal to Hispanic people for, like, his future political career. These, these people are, they're goddamn monsters. They're not human. Yeah, um, that's crazy. And he's, like, even, if his name could be Julio Iglesias. People look at him and they know he's not Hispanic. What does yeah. it matter? But I don't understand it. His name could be, like, Sharif Al-Hakim. People wouldn't think he's Muslim. I'm sorry. But, like, okay, the thing about uh, Butt Chug's fucking proposal here, or his idea, is it's an arg- it's an argument against like fucking public roads. I mean, I was thinking people yeah. say that we shouldn't have free college because then the billionaires' children will go to college for free too, and they should pay their fair share. Yes, they'll pay their fair share through fucking taxes. Their children yeah. go to school for free because they make up less than one tenth of one percent of the fucking population. I'm yeah. okay with that. Their children basically go for free anyway. Exactly. I mean, it's not a. It's like. Who care? Also, you know, if we get it, if we get it our fucking way, there won't be billionaires anymore. That is true. So their kids will become everybody else's kids. That is very <laughs> true. 
Oh man, I got a little heated there. Sorry, let me calm it down. Let me calm it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Okay, calm Feel down. Uh, but yeah, so Buttchug can go die in a fire. He fucking sucks. Um, I he hope- was out- Dude, he was slow jamming the news to Jimmy Fallon. Oh, fuck. Fuck Jimmy fucking Fallon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, another, no, no. another feud that our podcast has. He will never recover from his whole, like, let me ruffle Trump's hair to prove how human he is bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, look, he's just a cute old man. Fuck you, Jimmy Fallon. Mm. Hope you get in a fucking car accident. Okay, okay. <laughs> Pump the brakes, buddy. Another, oh, one more thing on the motherfucking shit right here. Joe Biden said, if we let him president, we're going to fucking cure cancer. And the, all the folks that tell me, that tell me that Bernie Sanders has too many crazy pie-in-the-sky proposals want to vote for the asshole who says he's going to personally cure cancer. I hope you fucking get cancer, you piece of shit. Okay, so we've gotten really heated right now. I do agree with you. I think that promising to cure cancer is kind of like whenever there's somebody running for student council and they're like, we're going to have two lunches. It's like, no, you're not, you fucking idiot. You don't have you're, that power. You're Where do you think you, you get this from? Or fucking care, dude. Yeah. We're going to have prom every week. It's like, no, we're not. That's not feasible, you idiot. Oh, man. Oh, man. As student council president, yeah. I am going to mandate that the, the, the principal gets a pie in the face every week by a random student. Bernie Sanders is just like, I think I'd we should fun. have free lunch. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a much much easier, better uh, platform. Also, I, I want to say one more thing. This is, this is, is I'm, I'm going to stay calm for this one. But okay. Joe Biden, his son, died of cancer. And so people are like, oh, God, that's why he wants to cure cancer. Let's not fucking forget. Let's not fucking forget for a single goddamn second. Oh, man, the second voice is getting low. That uh-huh. Joe Biden had one of his assistants, you know, I'm, air quotes, leak the story that his son made him promise on his deathbed that his dad would run for president. Yeah, he used his dead son for political fucking gain. So I don't want to hear a goddamn word about Joe Biden and cancer from any fucking body unless it's goddamn Lucifer whispering in my ear to tell me he has given Joe Biden cancer. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I apologize. I did it again. Christ. Yeah. Seth, what you got? So, What's uh, happening over there? Gas prices are crazy, man. I'm just <laughs> saying. I Ca- mean... Capitalism is wild, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm only paying about two fifty for... Yeah, gas know, actually isn't bad right now. Yeah. It's been worse. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of gas, you know what you talk about? Yes. America's clumsy attempt to try and get us into a war with Iran. Mm. Oh, when did that happen? I, I totally missed that. You ever seen the, the, the two oil tankers that got attacked by Iran last week? No. No. It's fucking crazy, dude. They're like, Iran used torpedoes or limpet mines or something to blow up a Japanese and a Norwegian tanker. And then, after they said this, which, by the way, all this evidence was assembled way too fucking quickly for any real detective work, right, to to prove this happened, the captain of the Japanese tanker said, what are you talking about? We were hit by a flying object. A fucking missile hit us. Which is just like, Either America, Israel, or Saudi Arabia is desperately trying to get us to go to, go to a war with uh, Iran. They are trying to false flag, fake a war to start. Okay, this makes more sense. When I was I was watching the NBA Finals, and I was scrolling through Twitter and just, just reading 
is out of the corner of my eye, I did see something about a war with Iran, and I was like, eh, it's probably nothing. Mm. So that make, this makes more sense now. But you think it's you think it's being brought on by like Saudi Arabia? Uh, Saudi Arabia has a thirty percent youth unemployment rate. Um, yeah, they want a fucking war with somebody. To get those guys going somewhere. Mm. What do they define youth as? I think it's like under thirty. Oh wow! Oh Damn. wait, what if you're like at thirty? So like thirty percent of their guys who are under thirty have no job. One third. Damn, they have a real, uh, real liberal definition of youth there. <laughs> <laughs> I think youth ends at like twenty five. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm America's cut off of the draft, and then it was like twenty eight or something like that, right? Like during Vietnam. Hey, nice. Oh, but yeah. So John Bolton and Mike Pompeo are basically bumbling around the Middle East, their dicks out, tripping over them to like try and find a way to get us into this war, which Trump doesn't want. And the American people don't really want. Like, I'll give Trump this. He is not the kind of guy who actually wants to start a war. He'll talk big and, and be tough about it. But when it comes down to it, he remembers what happened to Bush. Yeah, he, he, will, he will crumble under a war. So, And also, uh, as much as I would love to see him crumble, we don't need a war. We definitely don't need a war right now. No. So sure. we're already in one that's never ended and no one talks about it anymore. We're in like seven wars right now, to see, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, but you think those you think those guys' dicks are that big? Are they shipping over them? Uh, their not. legs are very short. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so people aren't buying it, and I'm glad. I'm so happy that people people aren't buying this bullshit because I think America is just tired of war. Like, yeah. I still live in like blood red parts of Georgia, and I go and I hear people who talk who are conservative. And even they do not want a fucking war. They want to end the ones we're in now because they're fucking tired of it. So, yeah. like, yeah. I don't think anybody wants that, y'all. Yeah, we got too many problems to deal with here to just try and fix other people's problems. <laughs> if we don't even fix anyway, we just make more. Yeah, definitely. Christ. <laughs> fucking man, dude, dude. I gotta say, capitalism's crazy. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Marcus. You're a fan of uh, you're a fan of that show on the internet, Ruby, right? Yes, I I enjoy Ruby. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about what's going on with Rooster Teeth? No. Oh crap! What's going on? Um, yeah. So they're um they're uh glass door. You know what glass door is, right? The the job site, right? Yeah, but the people can't review workplaces. Right. The uh, the reviews for their animation studio, specifically for Ruby and Genlock. Have gone nasty. Um, apparently, from a lot of accounts, people are saying they do. They have a lot of unnecessary crunch time, where people are working like eighty to hundred hour weeks. Um, and it's it's mostly because the te- the the company doesn't have effective time management and takes on too many projects. Like apparently, they weren't even supposed to like be able to do Genlock until like a year from now with wow. all the, with all the work they had, and they were like, yeah, they they were like. So we had to do Genlock and Ruby in Crunch with not as many animators as we needed. Um, and then they even said that um, a lot of the like team leaders or like the managers or whatever are supposed to, are like, instead of reducing the crunch hours and trying to spread out the work, they're becoming like counselors to help you deal with crunch, even though none of wow. the managers are like in any way trained in counseling, nor should somebody ever be counseled for how to deal with crunch. There just shouldn't mm-hmm. be crunch. 
And so, yeah, there's a lot of um, accusations going against them right now about and not, not being paid for overtime oh, um, no. when they're working these hours and uh, people not getting um, raises after several years of working. Um, they even said that um, the, the latest season of Ruby and all of Genlock were pretty much made one third for free because of all wow. the unpaid labor. So... Holy crap, Rooster Not Teeth. Great for Rooster Teeth. Shit. That's, oh, so Marcus, how do you feel knowing that you're supporting uh unpaid over? <laughs> I mean, just by, you know, continuing to participate in capitalism, I'm kind of supporting them anyway. But So we should uh, shouldn't care about anything. You're right. No, I'm like <laughs> Fucking Seth. <laughs> Jesus, you know what I'm trying to say. It's it's terrible. It shouldn't be happening, but I can't really do anything about it right now. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, you could stop watching. But. I mean, even if I personally stop watching and miss all the good things that they've animated, a lot of people are gonna have to stop watching for um, any real effects. You Did know? you like a uh, Genlock? I watched the first episode of Genlock and okay, I was so like, must this not be is good. interesting. I mean, you will watch anything. <laughs> I won't watch anything, but watch I have seen anything. a lot of things, okay? Marcus, <laughs> it's not true. Marcus, there's almost no discernment in you. Oh, actually, speaking of watching stuff, we have a quick review to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh boy. Last week, Marcus recommended to both me and Smith that we watch the newest episode of Black Mirror. Mm. Or one of the first episode of the new the new three episodes of Black Mirror, mm-hmm. and uh, before we get into like talking about it, I do say one thing, Marcus. You have no idea who Anthony Mackie is. Yeah. I just want to say that um, <laughs> we asked we you a- in the episode. We asked you which one is Anthony Mackie in, and you're like, oh, I haven't seen that one yet, and he's in the first one, <laughs> the one you watched. <laughs> he's the main character. I am bad at names. Oh my god. Uh, quick question, settle a bit, Marcus. If I had said, "Oh, uh, which one is the Falcon from uh, Avengers in?" Well, yes, I, I could do that. Okay, what so you know <laughs> fictional character names. What if I said, "Which one is Black Manta from Aquaman in?" Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see. I'm bad at names and stuff. Okay, just let me Anthony, let me have my weaknesses. Anthony Mackie is in. In my opinion, one of the more, one of the more wild episodes of Black Mirror. When you Agreed. think about it, Agreed. Um, it's more low key than a lot of the crazy episodes, but it's still kind of wild. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for video games to get this um, fun. Are you sure you want to get to get it there, Marcus? Are you? I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yes. I mean, hey, <laughs> I'm not against it. If people, like, like as a discussion episode, if there's enough people out there who like that's the way they want to live their life and pursue their sexual proclivities, what's wrong with that? I have nothing. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people are gonna have problems with it. Is all yeah. I think they're gonna and be I feel some like, resistance. I feel like I'm not alone in saying that Marcus is gonna eat that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Marcus should eat ass. Oh, Marcus wh- will be turning why? his own dick into a shotgun and shooting it into a garbage can full of vaginas. Wait, wait, no. This imagery is so terrible. Yeah, Marcus, don't think about it too much. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely an interesting exploration of like, 
sexuality and relationships in a VR future. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marcus, so, I don't want I'm going to get your opinion on this. Have we, wait, have we talked about what the episode's about? We have not. Do we want to spoil We've it? We've been though? very vague about what's going we'll, on. We won't, you know what? We won't spoil it. You should go watch it yourselves. It's still pretty new, so we shouldn't spoil it. Yeah. Oh, maybe on, we can on do a, regular a, a bonus episode about it. <laughs> a whole bonus episode about this <laughs> one hour of Black Mirror. Mini episode or something. I don't um, know. But Mark, actually, I won't ask my question because it will spoil stuff. Never mind. I'll ask you off the podcast. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting. It's a, it involves like uh, the kind of the consequence or not consequences, but uh, maybe something we haven't really thought about with the future of stuff like virtual reality and online video games. And yeah, I'll say one thing: it definitely took me by surprise. Um, I did not see the the crux of the episode coming. I thought I was expecting something much different, and I was completely <laughs> wrong. And it was a very pleasant surprise for what it turned out to be. <laughs> Yeah, 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 not at all what I expected it to, to happen. Yeah, it's in my top five Black Mirror episodes. Marcus, have you watched the other two episodes yet? I have not. I've been semi-busy. I can recommend them. They're they're decent. Okay, all right. Yeah, I've only ever watched. I only I've only watched like eight or nine episodes of Black Mirror, so oh. I don't I don't know how much my ranking actually matters. <laughs> I literally I don't know. I just watch the ones that people say are good. I just don't watch the others. So uh-huh. I don't know. I did want to circle back real quick to Ruby for one moment, Marcus. Of course. Uh-huh. Um, as a person who has done animation work yourself, maybe not professionally, you know, but you've done it, right? Uh, like, I remember you, uh, you did some stuff. I have. I have. I do a few gifts here and there. They're fun for me. How do you feel about the whole working 10 to 12 hours a day on an animation project for no matter I mean, thing? I think the worst part is, like, not getting paid and, like, all this, like, overtime shit. Like... Because the the kind of animations I do are, like, simple, easy, and I can crank them out in, like, maybe two hours. The projects they're working on, 3D modeling, rigging, all the coordination of, like, the movements and the camera, it, that's serious freaking work. You know, why the, the reason they have a whole team and whatnot. But that's, that's, that's crap. Because, again, like, the people running the show, the people who have all the money, are just, they just don't care about the time it takes, uh, all the care it takes to make an animation, like, as quality as they do. And yeah. the people working there definitely deserve to get paid, especially if they're making them do all this extra freaking time. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, that applies to a lot. I mean, we've talked about, you know, game developers. I mean, like, I mean I'm, I'm a software developer. I understand, like, crunch and stuff. And um, I think it all comes down to, I don't think that the higher-ups at any of these places understand mental boom. If, if there's, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a better word for it, but mental boom happens. Um, sometimes, I mean, it can happen at different times of the day, but, like, when I'm working, once I get to a problem, if I, I have, usually, like, right after I solve a big problem or I've, like, encountered a problem that I haven't been able to solve for a couple of hours, I just mental boom and I'm like, okay, I, I just, there's like, there's no amount of work I can do today that will actually fix this problem. I have to take a break, come back tomorrow and I'll figure it out. And I always do. Every time that I get to take that nice break, I come back and the problem is trivial after that. And I feel like with things like with video games, animation, software, no matter what it is, I feel like people don't understand that because like, maybe you're getting people to work overtime unpaid, but you're getting a probably... 2% of the work they could do if they actually had free time and, you know, some time to rest. So I just, I don't know. I think that you're not really even 
I don't know, you're not getting as much out of this extra labor as you could be if you just gave people what they wanted. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that crunch is very unnecessary and can is an easily avoidable part of all kinds of development. I mean, you know, there, there are multiple studies that show that after thirty hours of work in a week, your your productivity just drops off a cliff. I got a theory that after lunch, no work gets done. <laughs> yeah, that, that is my theory. I don't think anyone works after lunch, no matter how much they want to convince you they do. Oh man, it's a fair it's a fair assessment. But yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, thirty hours. That's probably when I when most people cap off. Honestly, it's just like what your brain isn't meant to do that for more than that. Honestly. Also, quick uh, capitalism tip I learned today. Yes. Um, finally, something to do with with how bad things are. Y'all, y'all know DoorDash. Yeah. yeah. It recently expanded to the town that I, that I work in. So a couple times uh, so far, like three times, I didn't have lunch for work and I did not want to leave because holy shit, the traffic is, is insane for such a small town. Um, so I ordered with DoorDash, right? And I figured, oh, I'll just give a good tip on this thing for the for the, uh, the, the person, the dasher, as they call them. Here's a problem, though. I noticed the second time around there was a discrepancy between what I was paying and how much the, act- the bill actually was. Like an extra $4 was in there somewhere. Yeah. And I found, I found out today is... They steal the tip from the driver. Don't know this? No. no. If you mark a tip, the driver typically only gets about 10 to 20% of that. And there's extra charge on top of that, which they say is like, you know, uh, not even included in, in your, in your uh, like your break, breakdown. And so what I learned is if you're going to use DoorDash, uh, uh, because, you know, you know, I mean, sometimes you do, um, pay the tip in cash. If you're going to give them any tips, drop it to as low as you can and pay the, the difference in, in cash because that way they'll actually get it. I guess I got to go to the bank and get some cash now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You live in a small town, you accumulate cash. Cash is king, man. There is some good news, though, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, they just passed uh, some rent control legislation in New York City. <gasps> wow. All right, we're packing up and moving millennials to New York, boys. All right, let's do it, baby. You can join the rest of the Brooklyn podcast crew. Um, no, but here's the great thing about it. Here's the reason why this is good news is this incredible quote. Quote, I feel like someone just dropped a nuclear bomb on my business, said one landlord who owns 150 apartments. Wow. I saw this great, you know that meme? I don't know what anime it's from, but it's the meme where the guy's like, looking at the thing it's like oh is this a bird when it's a butterfly or whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah so i saw that and it, the the thing was uh two-thirds of my monthly income and then the person was landlords and i was like oh is this my hard-earned money because <laughs> 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 yeah, landlords fucking they do suck shit. yeah they don't do shit they just the only reason they have expenses is because we have things like property taxes and all that shouldn't even exist. Housing should be free. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, oh, we pay for like the maintenance. I'm like, yeah, sure you do, but you just call your fuck up uncle who who can't do shit and has to take four trips <laughs> also, to fix it. As far as fucking maintenance goes, like in my apartment, there was something broken. I, I put it through the fucking channels and shit. And they sent me a goddamn bill. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I pay rent, you sack of shit. That's, crazy. that's like the one advantage of living in an apartment is that usually that stuff's just covered for you. 
Exactly. And they're flipping it on me. And I'm like, oh, ooh, ooh, no. That's fucking stupid, dude. Did you God, like. I cannot dude? wait to get a house or some shit. Dude, don't get a house. You need to stay without rent and shit. Uh, I, I want like a house with three roommates, and that's what I want. Well, that can pop. That can work, I think. There we go. Um, <gasps> Yeah, and millennials. I house. mean, a house isn't like here's the thing. A house is not actually that like isn't that bad of an investment because you can actually sometimes you can get them for cheaper than rent at a damn apartment, which is crazy. Exactly. But the only problem is you got to be able to stay in one place for a while, and a lot of people don't actually get to do that these days. So also, the down like, payment is a bitch. Oh yeah, the down payment and like trying to get finance for that and trying to get approved for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But if you can get past all that, it's actually not bad. But you got to be able to stay in one place, and that's hard for a lot of people. So I mean, I don't mind staying in one place. I plan. Well, on no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying people don't choose to. I would love to stay where I live forever. But if for some reason the I can't get a job here anymore, I might have to move somewhere else. So oh, I have to keep getting apartments for them. But I, if I could like somehow guarantee I'd be here for the fucking twenty years, you have to pay down on a house, then I'd be like, sure, I'll do it. But I don't know. And one thing, don't think of your house as an investment because a bunch of boomers just found out that they built their dream houses 15 years ago and now they can't sell them because millennials have no money. <laughs> so hey, don't, don't think of anything as an investment. Investments yeah. are a Ponzi scheme invented by rich people. Mm-hmm. True, true. So you should I, keep all of your money <laughs> under your mattress. Do yep. not use banks. <laughs> Never use a bank. Because they'll try to fuck you too. What's a bank going to do? Steal from you. Come on, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we, I think we're kind of wrapping up here. Yeah, we're wrapping up. I have one thing I want to shout out before we go. Um, y'all know me. I'm real big into tabletop role playing games. I like a. Uh, I'm not always so much of a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, games in that vein, I'm a big fan of. And I'm also a fan of socialism. So I would like to uh, talk about these guys that recently showed up uh, called the San Gennaro Co op. And they are a collective of RPG writers who share the profits equally from their products they put out. They have a, a book they put out just recently, which is of like mini games each one of them made. And each one of them gets a cut off of, off of the uh, sales from it. It's all shared nice. equally. Um, they have a Kickstarter right now going for something, that they're, a book they're calling The Role Player's Guide to Heists, which is about planning and executing heists in role-playing games. Uh, I ran two games based around heists before. I love, I fucking love heists, love heist movies, heists and TV shows. Um, and this book looks cool as hell. So they, uh, the reason I'm shouting them out, I normally wouldn't do this, is they're a co-op. And I think that's pretty cool. So if you if you like co-ops and you like RPGs, go check out San Gennaro Co-op. They're cool people. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it, guys. Yeah, that's been the Millennials Podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. I'm on Twitter at Life of Seth. I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And? Um, and I made the art for this podcast. Woo! Yes. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on a couple episodes of the show if you want to check him out. He's usually on our bonuses about movies. He's been on a couple of regular episodes too. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and they're both from the South, so... If that sounds interesting to you, go check it out. Um, you can lead a horse or water, but you can't get under it. Fuck. Tom Brady, no longer Kevin Durant, and the film First Reformed. Um, fee fi fo fum I smell the blood of an Englishman. 
Um, we stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lingo's podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.